Yo, what's good? Welcome back to another Talking with Jet podcast. I am hyped that you're here. This episode is going to be good. I had to record the intro again because I wanted to talk a little bit about the episode. This episode is about intimacy and it's about being who we're truly called to be. It's about our identity, our identity in Christ. It's about knowing who we are in him and it's about knowing what we have when we walk with him. It's such an amazing thing. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about our routines and the way that we encounter God. We're going to talk about what this season calls for. And so stay tuned. And I hope that this is a word that you need right now so that it can speak straight to your situation. Let's get into it. I believe right now there are things that God wants to do in our lives. There are things that God wants to do in the earth. There are things God wants to do in the church. And it's only going to come by a true space of intimacy. A lot of times we do what we think is going to please God. A lot of times we do what we've done before. Uh, We do what we've seen work before. And that's not this season. It's just not that right now. I really feel like God wants to do something new. I feel like God has big plans for our lives. And it's going to come in a fresh way. It's going to come in a way that shakes up our thinking, that shakes up uh, systems that are already in place. I believe that God really wants to do something powerful in the earth right now. I believe even in our own lives right now, we have been prepared, that God has been walking us in a certain direction already. And I believe that all it's going to take is this tiny switch of just increasing intimacy and cutting out things that don't serve us, cutting out things that don't serve where we're supposed to be going right now. And I believe that that shift will create a momentum and a consistency and an overflow in our lives. This word is for God's people who have been waiting, who have been posturing themselves to do something for his kingdom. This word is for the people who might feel a little directionless right now because you're not sure what you're supposed to be doing next or you're not sure why this season or this time feels dull for you. In this time, I feel intimacy is required because God wants to keep us close. And when God wants to do something new, he's not going to do it how it's been done before. And therefore, he needs you close so that you can understand what it's going to take in order to bring this new thing about. What's easier now is to look out at social media, look out at YouTube and say, that's what God is doing. Look at how the spirit of God is moving over there. That's clearly what we need to do. We need to do worship sets like that. We need to speak and preach like that. We need this type of editing. We need to look like this and dress like this. And that's not where God's focus is right now. And there's nothing wrong with those things. But the thing is, God is doing something new and it's going to require your eyes to be on him. We have to look to God right now. We can't look to everything else to find inspiration. There's something that God wants to pour out over his people right now, to lead his people, to gather his people, to grow and develop his people. And it's requiring us to draw near. It's requiring us to come to Jesus. When drawing near, we're going to find new revelation. We're going to find a new freshness for our lives. We're going to find a peace that seems unrecognizable. We're going to find new joy because God has also seen the way that we've walked these last few seasons. God has seen our ups, God has seen our downs, God has seen the way that we've endured pain, the way that we've endured dry seasons, and how we've waited for harvest. God has seen it all. God has seen your faith. God has seen the way that you've been tested and tried. God has seen the way that you've reacted. He's seen the way that you've loved on people. He's seen the way that you've tried to get better. He's seen your efforts. For some people, I feel that you are one thing away. You're one step away. You're one moment away from everything. Some people are one moment, one step, one breakthrough away from everything that they've been waiting on. 
and you don't want to find yourself walking into that moment with less intimacy with God. You want to find yourself clinging to Jesus closer than you ever have because you don't want to fumble what God is going to bring you. You don't want to be in a place where you don't know how to steward or handle what God is bringing you. And so what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling about this time is it's going to take intimacy. I know in my own life, there are seasons where I've been on fire, where I'm in this momentum, I'm in this consistent pattern where it feels like I can't be knocked off. I'm posting every single day. I'm dropping episodes weekly. I'm doing all the things that I need to be doing. I'm meeting with God every day. I'm reading my Bible. I'm listening to worship music and I feel unstoppable. And then there's times where it feels like I'm losing my momentum. It feels like I'm not consistent. It feels like I'm starting to fail. It feels like I'm more tired. It feels like I'm more anxious or stressed and it gets tough to be in that same routine in those times. And what I'm seeing and what God is showing me is he establishes our routines. He makes us consistent. He smooths our way. He shows us what to do every single day. And all we have to do is draw near to him. We need to abide in him and his plan. We need to go close to God and we need to invite him into every single moment and work our thoughts out with him. We need to allow him to show us the way. Sometimes he's trying to show us the way or he has the way all mapped out and ready for us, but we don't come close enough or ask him for the way. And so he waits there with the instruction and the information that we need. But all we have to do is ask. We worry ourselves into these patterns and cycles and we worry ourselves into these traps for the day and into these distractions. And we don't leave room for God's word to transform our lives. In this time, it will take more intimacy. In this time, it takes more intentionality. If you're going to be intimate with anybody, you're intentional with them. You're intentional about the way you show love. You're intentional about the things that you need to do in order to create that space and that bond between you. And it's the same thing with God. We make space for God to dwell. We create space in our schedules to speak to him, to pray, to worship, to read the Bible, to write, to receive revelation, to be still, to be quiet, and to invite him in, to invite his presence close. When we create that space, God will fill it. I've never known a moment where I made space for God and he didn't show up. I've always felt different when I made intentional space and I said, God, this is your time. Please fill this time with me. Please fill the room. Please speak to me. Please change my heart. I've never known a time where he didn't show up. And the thing is, he's already close. When we accept Jesus into our hearts, why do we then try to call out for Jesus like he can't hear us? When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, why do you then feel like God is not with you? Our minds are so dulled and numbed by everything that we see every single day, by all of our worries, by all of our obligations, by all of the things that we need to do. And we don't just take time to realize God is with me in every single moment. You're with me already. So all we need to do is not reach out and call out and hope that God comes close. What we need to do is we need to recognize that he's already close and we need to engage him. Just that recognition of you're with me. And you've been watching me. You've been making ways for me all day. You've been protecting me all day. And I haven't really talked to you that much. Let me just talk to you real quick. That's how you make space. You recognize your need for him. And then you recognize the fact that he wants to be with you. The thing about God is he always wants to meet with you. There's never a moment where God doesn't want to be with you. I think about old people and how their schedules are a lot freer than when they used to be younger. And when you call them, it makes their whole entire day. Just a five minute call can make their day because they felt thought of, they felt seen, and it changes their whole day. I'm sure you know somebody like that. How much more our Heavenly Father who thinks about us nonstop, who loves us more than we could ever comprehend, how much more Jesus who died for our sins, who watches over us, 
who waits to give us instruction in this life, how much more them when we just decide in our hearts, hey, I want to meet with you today. Hey, I want to meet with you in this moment. Hey, I want to talk through this thing with you. Hey, I want to involve you in this. How much more excited would they be? How much more ready would they be to jump into action? God waits on us with love and with mercy and with grace. He waits on us so that he can teach us, so that he can show us who we're supposed to be, so that he can help us in this life. It's not a militant thing with God. Your set routine, your set devotional times, your set patterns, it's not, it's not militant. We have to remember that having a relationship with God should look like having a relationship with God. There are tools that can draw us closer to him and help us engage him. But realistically, having a relationship with God comes down to your heart. It's about your heart posture. And you can build that relationship with him by your intimacy with him. You find out what works for you and him. If you had the same routine with a human relationship all the time, it might get old and it might not feel like it's very special. It might not feel like you're really connecting with them because you always approach them the same way and you always do the same things and you always talk to them the same way and you always engage with them in the same amount of time. But what would it be like if you switched it up? Where would the conversations go if you left the script at home? What would happen if you started to venture off in that way? Your relationship would grow. Trust would start to grow friendship and a bond would start to grow and that's the same thing with God we say these set routine prayers we read whatever the devotional says to us and then when we're done we might play a song or we might just go on our day but why don't we talk to him like he's listening why don't we speak to him like he's actually close already why don't we speak and then sit and wait for a while why don't we allow him to fill our minds and hearts with his fresh presence and his fresh word I think sometimes we assume that God is too hard to reach or he is too hard to engage with and understand and we chalk it up to maybe we're not prophetic enough and we don't hear God like other people hear God. But if you have the Holy Spirit, you have the same access as anybody else. You can ask God to speak to you in different ways. That's intimacy. You can ask God to do something new in your life. That's intimacy. You can ask God to meet with you in these special ways. That is intimacy. Your desire is what changes your relationship with God. When you want to meet with him, when you want to learn things from him, when you want to know more about yourself, that is what restructures your relationship with God. There is no set formula to encountering him. Every tool that we have is a heart posturing tool and method to get our minds and hearts in the right place, to see God a certain way, to engage him and speak to him a certain way, and then to encounter him in a certain way. But there is no formula for God. Reading puts your mind in a certain place. Worship puts your heart in a certain place. Writing frees you up from all the other thoughts that you have. But we can't forget who he really is. We're his children, and he's our father. He's also our God. He's also holy. He's also the one who created the universe, the heavens and the earth. Jesus is exalted to the name above all names, seated at the place of highest honor and regard. And at the name of Jesus, every knee bows and every tongue confesses that Jesus is Lord. So we don't have just anybody on our team. We have the God of the universe on our team. We have the name above all names on our team and on our side. And he loves us. He died for our sins. He died so that we could be free. He died so that we could know him. We, he died so that we wouldn't be chained to sin, but instead we have a chance at life. He has given us freedom to navigate and freedom to know him. He has changed the narrative of our humanity because he's given us the Holy Spirit to govern us now and not our flesh.
So all of the ways of the world, they don't have to have an effect on you anymore in the same way. Because now you can put things of the flesh to death by the Spirit. Because now you can live guided by His Spirit instead of guided by your own will and emotions. The Holy Spirit was one of the most intimate things He ever did. He allowed us to accept His presence within us. He allowed us to receive His presence full time. And it rests within us. And we forget the power that lives within us. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is the same power that lives in you. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit that hovered over the water when creation was happening, is the Spirit that's within you. The same Holy Spirit that was used to heal people in the Bible is the Holy Spirit that lives within you. We need intimacy because we need to know what we have. You need to know how powerful it is to hold the Holy Spirit within you. You need to know that you have this power. And spending time with God is how you start to understand who He is, what you've been given, and then who you are. You see, I was a Christian for a long time, but it wasn't until I started understanding who I am in Him and who I am with the Holy Spirit that I started to walk different. I'm not fearful of speaking. I'm not anxious of speaking. No, I can speak boldly because the Holy Spirit will fill me and carry these words to the people that need it. No, I'm not fearful of the dark side because God gives me boldness and he gives me authority and I have the Holy Spirit and I have the name above all names on my side. So when I say in Jesus name you flee, the devils flee because at the name of Jesus, every knee bows. Demons fear Jesus. Well, Jesus lives within me. So they're going to have to fear me. Why does the devil still challenge us? Because we don't know who we are. And once we start to know who we are, he starts to flee. He starts to find sneakier ways to get to us because it's no longer that easy to get to us because we actually know who we are and we know our identity now. So when you start to know what you have, you approach life differently. When you start to know what you have, you speak differently. You know that the power of life and death is in your tongue. So you don't just say anything randomly anymore. And you start to speak more positive over your situation. You start to speak faith talk rather than doubt talk because you understand the power in your words. Your God, the one who created everything, he spoke and it came into existence. He spoke and things took form and took place. What are you speaking over your life? And what are you having take form and take place in your life because of the constant ways that you speak? Are there patterns and cycles that you're keeping yourself in because you keep saying, this is how it always is. This is how it's always going to be. This is what always happens to me. Or you starting to say, no, God has a plan for me and God has a way for me. And I know this time will be different. I know that I'm more than where I'm at right now. Are you going to start speaking over your situation in a positive way or you're going to keep yourself bound mentally we have that power we have to know the power we have we have to know who walks with us when you know who walks with you you walk differently because you know you're not alone and you're not just not alone you know who's with you you know that the god of the universe is with you when they came to arrest jesus and peter cut off the guard's ear that approached jesus Jesus let Peter know. He said, listen, I could call legions of angels right now. And I could solve this whole thing. There's nothing that's getting to me that I'm not letting happen. Jesus chose to be captured. He chose to be beaten. He chose to be crucified so that he could raise again, so that he could give us the power over sin and over death. He chose to be delivered into those hands, but he didn't need help. He had all of heaven backing him up. Jesus didn't walk scared. He knew who he was and he knew what he had. And when you know who you are and you know who you have, you'll walk differently too.
And it's just like the tough guy on the playground. They're going to try and challenge you. The devil's going to try and challenge you. Demons are going to try and challenge you to see if you really know the authority that you have. And you stand firm with God. And you keep your eyes set above. And you renew your mind every single day. And you choose faith instead of fear. And you walk boldly. And you watch what happens in your life. You see, we can't keep living beneath where we're supposed to be. We can't keep living less than. We're not walking in the identity that we've been called to. We're walking in a lesser identity. This isn't always just about freedom or feeling peace or feeling happy. This isn't just all about that. This is the fact that you've been given a new identity and in Christ you're a new creation. And because you have the Holy Spirit, you can access God at any moment. And since you can access God at any moment, God can teach you things and tell you things and give you in the moment revelation about your life. He can show you the exact path for your life. He can reveal to you his purpose, his will, his plan, but you have to access him intimately. You got to shake up your routines in this season. This is not a routine season. This is a time where you can get words left and right at different times of day, at different times of night. You can get words from people that you didn't even expect. God might have you start a new job in this time. God might have you leave a job in this time. God might have you start writing and journaling when you've never written in this time. God might have you join a small group or a community group in this time. He might start doing things that you're not ready for, but if you're not intimate with him, you'll miss it. But how many people miss it because they think this is the formula to encountering God? This is how my church does it. This is how we always do it. You go to church on Sunday, you check it off. I did that. You go to a small group throughout the week, you check it off. I did that. But then you live however else you want to live all week. And you choose whatever you want to choose all week. We can't get caught up like that anymore. It's time to remember our identity. It's time to walk by the Spirit. It's time to walk by faith and not by sight. And one of my favorite verses in Psalms, it says that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalms 119, 105. His word becomes a lamp to your feet. When God speaks, it illuminates your situation and gives you the confidence to walk. You hold a lamp so you can see your feet, so you can see your path, so you can step confidently. But when you're in the dark, you might tiptoe, you might barely step, or you might not step at all because you have no clue where you're going and you're not sure if you're going to trip and fall. You're not sure if there's danger. You're not sure if there's anything promising to even go after. But his word gives you a light. His word is a lamp to your feet. His word lights up your path. It shows you the path that is for you. And so when you have God's word, when you have God's presence, when you walk with him and when you are being intimate with God, he will illuminate your path. He will show you the way that's for you. He will show you your purpose. He will show you what you should and shouldn't do. He will convict and correct you. He will build you. He will grow you. God will do those things when you wait on his word. And Jesus is the word. It says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The word is him. The word is with him and the word is with you. And so we have to start accessing the word that is for us every single day. What are you denying yourself every single day? Because you don't access your daily bread. You don't ask God for what he has for you today. You supply your own natural daily bread before you ask for his heavenly daily bread. You'll make sure that you eat and that you drink. You'll make sure that you sleep. You'll make sure that you do all the things that you know you need, but you won't always access what heaven has for you. That's our issue. And this season, we are stepping it up. You might be called to fast a little bit. You might just be called to shake out of your routine. You might be called to cut some things off. 
You might be called to start doing some things, but this season is going to require intimacy and intimacy is going to create momentum. The Lord told me the other day that intimacy creates momentum. Intimacy creates consistency. That's not just the things that we want to do and want to try so hard at. His intimacy, our intimacy with him is what's going to automatically create this momentum and this flow in our lives because you're meeting with God, you're getting his word, you're accessing his spirit, you're having more peace, you're having more assurance, you're having more confidence, and you're walking in this step and this flow that can't be interrupted because you're with him and you're not stepping without him. That creates a flow. That creates an assuredness that makes you move rather than stay stagnant. That makes you do what you ought to do and say what you ought to say because God is governing your life. And that's going to be what does it for you. If this is your word, let me know because it's mine. Intimacy is being stepped up in my own life. We're starting a men's Bible study in person in Los Angeles that I'm hosting right now. And I can't wait to share the updates with that pray for us. It's going to be a blessing. If you want to get involved in any way, shape, or form, whether it's prayer, whether it's donating to the group, let me know. Reach out to me if you are a local man in LA. And this Bible study will not be exclusive to just men, nor will it be exclusive to just LA. We're going to have an online Bible study as well. But the goal is to start doing life with people consistently and for us all to know that we have community, for us to know that we have safe places, and for us to walk as the people that God has called us to be. It's to start rehabilitating our mindsets and our patterns. It's to call ourselves higher and to walk as the men that God has created us to be. And I can't wait for it. I'll keep you updated on social media. If this was for you or impacted you, please don't hesitate to share with somebody you love and let me know how this blessed you. Social clips are coming out on Instagram at Jalen Jet Turner, J-A-L-E-N Jet Turner all the time. And you can see social clips and more daily encouragement there podcasts are going to keep rolling out weekly and the bible studies weekly and the online option for that on zoom will be coming very soon so stay tuned for that i love you guys and i appreciate you for tuning in and i'm praying for all of you there's so much that goes into this podcast that isn't just speaking and i'm just praying for strategy and for wisdom to continue to bring this to you consistently and i'm just going to keep being intimate with god and as a result you'll see a flow you'll see a momentum and you'll see a consistent release of podcasts and words and i just pray that he keeps using me just to reach you and that he gets all the glory all glory goes to him i'm nothing by myself and i recognize that and i know that and so i thank god that he would use me to speak and that he would use me to have an incredible community of people that we can all grow together with so i love you guys stay tuned for the next one and i'll see you soon Take care.